Welcome to Figures in the Dark, the podcast where we tell stories of all things murderous, paranormal, and terrifying that go on in the dark. My name's Tori. My name's Taylor Shay. Hey, guys. Hi. It's fucking cold. It's really fucking cold. It's we've, disgusting. We've turned up, like, all the heat in our house. Mm-hmm. It was like, we're both usually, like, cold weather people, but for mm-hmm. some reason today, our house just was not retaining heat. Well, and the fact that I'm actually wearing, like, socks and a sweater and pants and I was wearing a blanket, like... I'm always warm. Like, I'm a warm bitch. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I sleep in the winter with a window crack because I get hot. No. Like, last summer, last winter, I turned my heat on in my because we have baseboard radiators. Mm-hmm. I turned my heat on in my room twice the entire winter last year because I was, I'm, I just enjoy mm-hmm. the cold. I'm fucking cold. <laughs> I am absolutely freezing, like, genuinely considering gloves. I've been sitting on my hands all day because I'm so fucking cold. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can't take it. Yeah, love that. So, we're here. So, Hi, I'm. Guys. We're going to have a little bit of an unusual episode today Mm -hmm. because I, for the first time ever, like not typing up a real script because of laziness, but Mm -hmm. like we are going to talk about some conspiracy theories. Um, Mm -hmm. I do have one central one that I want to talk to you about, but one of the ones that I think we talked about in the last episode or me and you had discussed that I was going to tell you about. So Mm -hmm. my unironic love for Adam Sandler. Yes, we love Adam Sandler. He's an icon. We love him to death. I love him. I don't care what anybody says. I love Adam Sandler. I agree. I watched a TikTok recently where there was a conspiracy theory that potentially sometimes he makes movies. Mm -hmm. Not well, like he has admitted that he makes a lot of movies sometimes like not for any other reason than he just wants to make a bunch of money and hang out with his friends. I mean, yeah, what a mood. Like, yeah. I don't blame him. It's his production company. So he hires people he likes. And majority of the time, it's his actual friends. And, like, he even, like, admitted that, like, the movie Just Go With It, him and Jennifer Aniston just wanted to hang out in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So, like, they just decided, oh, yeah, let's shoot a movie in mm-hmm. Hawaii then. That's what, that's, I love that for him. Yeah. Like, he admits that he does shit like this. But the conspiracy theory was that not only he does shit like that, that potentially sometimes he makes, like, shit movies or, like, mm-hmm. greenlights a movie so that he can help give friends and, like, like particularly female friends who are in really bad situations, mm-hmm. a job without like actually mm-hmm. caring whether the movie is good or not. I mean, I could see him yeah. doing that. Like, and that's if he does mm-hmm. do that, that's like a pretty amazing. Th- that's that's a good friend right there. Yeah, that's like, a that, real good that's friend. A good friend. So like the I think it was in Grown Ups Two. There was like a character that was like played by this woman. I'm forgetting her name, but she used to be uh, like a. Sp- sports news mm-hmm. reporter mm-hmm. and she was going through a legal battle because mm-hmm. she had the stalker who twice mm-hmm. managed to like for two in two separate hotels get the hotels to allow him to have adjoining rooms to her oh jesus Christ. And where he had broken into her rooms and then took pictures of her without her consent holy shit and she was suing like the marriott and like a really mm-hmm. big hotel like that or something like at the hilton mm-hmm. or something so she needed Money. and then she got fired from her job mm-hmm. while she was going through these like mm-hmm. court battles yeah. so he hired her and like part of the theory is that like because her part was really really small that he like paid her a bunch of money for like mm-hmm. no work really to try to help her out mm-hmm. and like the bigger part of this conspiracy theory that they were like theorizing or pointing to that i was like if that's true then like adam sandler's my guy yeah he's a so, dope like, guy he's a good dude like so katie holmes mm-hmm. when she was divorcing like just before she divorced uh tom cruise and finally left him she was cast as the lead in the movie Jack and Jill with mm-hmm. him as his love interest. Mm-hmm. But she was her part was really, really small in that movie because obviously if like Jack and Jill is a crap movie. I'm not mm-hmm. going to pretend yeah. it's not. Yeah. But like the majority of the movie is Adam Sandler playing mm-hmm. both parts. It's yeah. like a it's 
It's like a parent trap type yeah. situation. Lindsay Lohan talking to Lindsay Lohan yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But like, so the theory is that basically because like it's been said or hinted at that Tom Cruise was really, really controlling mm-hmm. over Katie Holmes and everything she did and why mm-hmm. she didn't work for a really long time in their marriage was because he didn't approve. Mm-hmm. And like everything had to be approved by Tom. I mean, honestly kind of not shocked not shocked with how this, tom cruise is oh yeah that creepy scientologist that yep. doesn't surprise me at Who all has one middle tooth yep so he basically i guess like the the theory poses that maybe he agreed to katie holmes doing this movie for adam sandler because although he knew like it would be crap and she'd never get awards for it mm-hmm. like adam sandler would offer a bunch of money and it would mm-hmm. be really financially lucrative because even if adam sandler turns out crap it pays Mm-hmm. Like he makes money off of it, yeah, and a lot. And basically, she wasn't really around a lot in that movie mm-hmm. and didn't like have a lot of lines. So the theory is that potentially he gave her a job so that she had a reason to be out of the house every day. Because like when mm-hmm. Katie Holmes left Tom Cruise, she fled to New York Damn. from California with their daughter, and like she had she had a whole apartment set up. She like had to have all of these things Shit. together before leaving him. So to do that, that takes a lot of planning. Yep. Consistently, and she had talked to a lot of attorneys to figure out a way that Tom couldn't mm-hmm. take custody of Sir, uh, Siri from her, mm-hmm. and like things like that, or Surrey, I think. It's I think it's Surrey, Surrey. Yeah. yeah, that couldn't take Surrey from her, and like all these things, like that takes a lot of planning. So the theory is that potentially Adam Sandler, like, was her friend, and she came to him and was like, "I want to get out of my marriage. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to attorneys. I need to do all these things." And he was like, "Bet I got you. Here's some money so you can mm-hmm. start your new life, pay your lawyers, but also I'll give you a job." So you have a reason to be out of the house every day. And Tom thinks you're with me on set so you can go and talk to your lawyers all day. That, yeah, that, that's a real one. It's, yeah, yeah, it sounds like he's really there for people who are, mm-hmm. especially women, mm-hmm. who need, because he, he seems like one of those people who's like so just chill yeah. when it comes to like people, like just, he's just so chill. Like you always joke like, you know, you walk out looking like Adam Sandler in basketball shorts and like a baggy hoodie. Like what a fucking mood. Yeah. You know, he's just a chill fucking guy. He's like, just a regular dude. And I think like he's such a down to earth person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I like him so much. Like I don't always think all of his comedy is funny, mm-hmm. but like he's a very regular yeah, dude. Agreed. I completely agree. He, he is. And like, oh, this I think is what loops back around for me for that conversation that we had in the car and that mm-hmm. I had had with my friend Alex about like who gets the Robin Williams mm-hmm. parts in modern day. I think it's Adam Sandler. Yeah. That, 100%. Like, yep. Because we talked about yeah. briefly on the pod, I think, last time. Maybe. Well, yeah. I, I, either that or I know we had talked about the day we recorded. So yes. one of those. But I, I agree yeah. with you. That like and what we mean by that is like Robin Williams was such a talented and like versatile comedic mm-hmm. actor. But he was a very like regular dude. Like in today's day and age. Like, people keep giving all all of the comedy parts to, like, hot people. Because, mm-hmm. like, you have to be hot and funny now. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, Ryan Reynolds and, like, Chris Pine mm-hmm. are, like, getting comedy roles. But these are really traditionally attractive men. Mm-hmm. Whereas Robin Williams was getting these, like, great parts. Mm-hmm. But he was not necessarily a conventionally uber-attractive mm-hmm. dude. And I think, like, Adam Sandler's like that for this generation at this point. That, yeah. Like, he's getting the funny, versatile parts... But he's not a, like, mm-hmm. gorgeous man. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so, in other conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about Salvador Dali mm-hmm. and the theory that some posed that potentially he may have been involved or the inspiration, potentially, of a serial killer. Oh? Hello. Yeah. Well, 
we'll just get into it because like I got led TikTok did me dirty for mm-hmm. a second when I first started researching this mm-hmm. thinking that like the way this conspiracy theory was presented it made it sound like what if Salvador Dali was the serial killer mm. um yeah he died before these murders happened god so. yes obviously unless it was his fucking murderous ghost which we all know like maybe eh. that'd be pretty cool eh, no murderous ghost I'm good I want to be a murder ghost. No, 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 no. Oh, I was literally telling someone yesterday, like, if there is an afterlife or any of that, like, or things like that, I'm the weirdest person in the world. I don't want to go to a heaven if it's real. I want to be a ghost. You're so fucking weird. I want to be here and I want to annoy the fuck out of people. (laughs) My death plan, my afterlife plan is annoying every person that it... I died before that I do not like. Oh my god! And being a jackass, and then end goal is to become one of the ghosts in the Winchester Rifle Mansion. Oh my god! Of course. Yeah, they were like, "That place sounds super dope, super haunted." I'd make it's so like, many it's ghost like friends. Disney World for ghosts. Exactly, and then I get to be a part of spooking the hell out of people oh all god. the time, opening doors and slamming them shut for no fucking reason. Yeah, just being like, "Oh, you're doing a ghost investigation? Lol, time to make you pee your pants." Oh my like, god! Come fuck with me, Zach Bagans. Try to square oh up and threaten god. me. You, I'm a Bagans. ghost. <laughs> fuck you, Zach Bagans. Fucking hate Zach Bagans. However, there is like this couple on TikTok that for Halloween, both the mm-hmm. man and woman dressed up as Zach Bagans mm-hmm. and have been doing like all Love it. for weeks. They've been filming videos of different places of the man, especially pretending to be Zach, just what? announcing things and how he does in this weird voice. They're like, and I'm Zach Bagans and we're here outside of my ghost museum. It like it like very like, much. I don't know. This is a very niche reference. And I got this from my ex. So <laughs> there's a video online. I don't I think it's from either iFunny or some bullshit like that where it's like Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> the one thing you don't want to find your Burger King did it, whatever is Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> Same vibe. That's how Zach yes. Baggins introduces his shows. That's how he talks all the time. I'm, it's not Z- even, I, I'm, I'm Zach, Zach Baggins. Baggins. Here's Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> exactly. like, That's how he talks all hello? the time. Except for when he's like, do you want to square up? Or like when he has like ridiculous shit where like he a ghost the, jumped in me. I want to slap you. Yes. Nick I fucking hate you Nick I'm going to kill you I think that was a ghost (laughs) I think I just got possessed I don't want to kill Nick maybe I don't know I think I'm just possessed like weird shit like that or like first of all ghosts aren't gonna have quickies with you bud no they're not gonna hop in that bod and just be like okay cool bye fuck you bye your bod's not that interesting no you're not who are you who are you and honestly you're you're overrated it'd be it'd be very much like I don't know, like, I feel like there's certain celebrities or certain people that, like, are, like, oh, my God, this person's so good. They're so overrated. Like, the ghost are, ghost world's, like, fucking Zach Fuck. Baggins is here again. Yeah. Like, this man tries to, th- he's going to think that we possess him if he would only be so goddamn lucky. Like Exactly. He's the most annoying dude in the world, but I still love, like, because obviously all those shows fake evidence, mm-hmm. like, to make the episodes. But my favorite is when they fake evidence of, like, EVPs being, like, there was a ghost that said, like, your mom. And he was like, is this g- ghost making a your mom joke at me? And I'm like... This person probably died in the 19 fucking 30s, bitch. He didn't know what your mom is. Yeah, he doesn't do yo mama jokes. He probably died 200 years ago. Yeah. What are you talking about? Hello? It's the same as like, so I'm so glad someone in like a ghost video, like ghost hunting video 
did bring this up or point this out but like Loey lane and i think snitchery they were like in japan and ghost hunting mm-hmm. at a hotel and snitchery asked the same question that i've been asking for years if you go ghost hunting in a different country that does not speak english why would the ghosts or the evps be in english wouldn't it always be in their native language so like i thought of this like years ago i was watching some episode of some like traveling like Mm -hmm. ghost investigation around the world show and they were in italy and then they got all these evps in english and i'm like why would they be speaking all in English? It was Italy. Ghosts don't come with like a built-in translator. Yeah. Like that's not what they know. Like if a ghost, if you die, yeah. if you go abroad and you die in like, I was going to say Ireland. Ireland, yeah. people in Ireland speak Gaelic, but also like English. But like if you- No, if, they speak Irish. <laughs> Irish? Oh. Yeah. No one knows what they're saying to oh, them. Well, <laughs> fuck off. Like if you went to like Greece yeah. or something yeah. and you died in Greece, you're not going to just start speaking Greek. You're going to speak yeah. English. Yeah, as a ghost. You, yeah, as an English person. Like, yes. it makes no sense to my brain. So then luckily, like, they did point that out. And, like, all of the EVPs they got, they didn't know what it was saying because it was all in Japanese. And mm-hmm. it's like, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know, like, obviously this ghost show was clearly faking evidence. But my, like, I think I was, like, 12 mm-hmm. when I was watching this. And I was like, why wouldn't they be speaking in Italian? Mm-hmm. Why are the ghosts speaking yep. in English? Do you yep. just die and then know every language ever? I mean, like in, like, like in movies, it could be explained by like once you yeah. die, like you gain all the knowledge, like this, that, and the mm-hmm. other. But also, like there, I'm sure there are some stupid fucking ghosts. Yeah. So you like, wouldn't just have all the knowledge in the world. Yeah. I'm like that makes no sense to my brain. But finally, a ghost investigation did address this. Yeah. And was like, oh yeah, no. Uh, I like one of them did take some Japanese mm-hmm. like lessons, so knew some of the words mm-hmm. and could translate. But the majority of it was like, I don't know that yeah. much Japanese. Yeah. So. And it makes sense to yeah. have it be like that. Yeah. I'm like that makes sense to my brain. Then it's like, why would it all of a sudden be mm-hmm. in English? Yeah. Hello. Never mind. But side notes. Yeah, we digress. <laughs> I digress. Fucking ghost. But so Salvador Dali, Mm -hmm. he had a very prominent obsession with this place called Pernian Station. Mm -hmm. So it was in several of his paintings. And the reason like he was really obsessed with it is that he believed it to be the center of the universe Mm -hmm. because he believed in religious cosmology, Mm -hmm. which is basically like the science that like certain points of the earth lead directly to like heaven or hell or are connected Mm -hmm. through things like. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Yes. Like. It's kind of like divine math, basically. Yeah, yeah, because there's, I know there's, I've heard a bit about it, and there's this one spot where it's like, it literally is nicknamed like the portal to hell or something like that. It's yeah. like this, like this really deep, like not tunnel, but this really deep like hole in the mm-hmm. ocean that goes yes. so deep we haven't explored it yet. Yeah, like and and people are like, that's the portal to hell. So like, yeah, it, I understand like yes. you know. So it's one of those. So he believed in that and what like very much so. So for him on. October 27th, 1965, at literally exactly 4.21 p.m., he declared that spot in Pernian Station as the Mm -hmm. center of the universe. Also, side note, I think I have a very big understanding of how how one Salvador Dali lived. You have no understanding? Or I have very little. You said the 60s, and I went, wasn't this man born in like 1820? (laughs) No, he was born in 1904. He died in 1989. 89? 89. Wait, hold on. But that's like like one of the like biggest painters. Yes. 85. When did Andy Warhol die? In the 60s, I think. Like he was shot. I don't know art. Never mind. 
Okay. I know he was assassinated by a woman who claimed to be a huge feminist and was like a crazy person that was mad that he rejected her art. Oh, hello. Um, But yeah, I was pretty sure it was in like the 60s. No, I think it was the 70s because I think it was during the like women's lip movement. He died. First of all, when I first saw this picture, I thought it was Jeffrey Dahmer, not going to lie. <laughs> he died in 87. Oh, okay. So yeah. sorry. I was off. No, but like. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like because, like, when you hear big names like that, even though yeah. I know that, like, Andy Warhol and, like, Salvador Dali were, like, both influential, like, in more, quote-unquote, modern times, mm-hmm. I feel like I still, because it's, think about all the, like, the big actors that you, or not actors, Jesus, yeah. the big, like, artists that we talk about, like, Michelangelo, Leonardo yeah. da Vinci, like, everyone like that is, like, so so fucking old yep you know what i mean that like when i hear salvador dali i'm like there's no way my mom could have been alive when he was alive no yeah. she was no she she definitely was like and that's crazy to me for yeah. some reason oh uh, well actually i was watching the movie mona lisa smile the mm. other day which is of course a julia roberts movie not sandra my Bullock. girl my girl sandy balls no yes Andy Julia Balls. Roberts. and it's like she's an art teacher uh at a girl's college yes. and then the yes. is it kate, kate hudson not kate hudson no it's, no it's kristen dunst yes kristen dunst yes she um, got like and one of the things she was like she was talking and she's like don't be bitter because you're not married and she goes don't be bitter because i'm educated or some bullshit like that exactly like it it's a really good movie it's very like inspirational mm-hmm. very like it's girl like female empowerment because yeah. like the whole movie takes place in like the what the like 50s or yeah. something and like talking about like women can be more than just housewives and mm-hmm. shit but i think if i remember correctly it was either salvador dolly or was it what's the other painter mexican painter he paint picasso yeah picasso i picasso think Picasso alive he was alive in your mom's lifetime. Are you fucking kidding yes. me? Because she was saying in like as she was being interviewed in the movie and they were like, oh, well, like your thesis actually like basically telling her like the only reason we hired you was because the other candidate we wanted like dipped out really quickly. Mm-hmm. So like you were the only option. But like they were literally reading her thesis and they're like, your thesis is less to less uh, to be desired or whatever that you're basically saying that you believe that Picasso uh, will do more or will be an influential figure for modern art and will do the same as like Michelangelo did mm. for that era of art and they're like are you really compar- or comparing his like shapes and melted mm. clocks basically or whatever like to the Sistine Chapel mm. and think that those two things are the same she's like I'm not comparing what is good like which one is good or bad or which one is better I'm just saying that I think that he's going to influence a lot of art yeah and the movement Picasso was born in 81 nine no nine, 1881 so okay. he wasn't old he was born in the eight, 1800s yes but he died in 73 i'm like having yeah. like a revelation right now well you're right because like in our lifetime and like when we went to school and everything when we were being educated about these people these were all like these are the most important and they were people in together they, yeah like we didn't have that much of a distinction so it, it wasn't like in like when you talk about like music or at least like because i was a choir kid like when you talk about music you lump in like you know bach beethoven mozart like in like the old like old yes. really old like classical music and then you had talk about like you know like the more like upcoming like the beatles and like the bgs and shit like that like they might not be around the same time but you know what i mean like yeah. those big eras of music and i feel like it with art at least because i wasn't an art major like that wasn't taught to me like that it was like yeah. oh here are these like five big guys in the art world yep. and i was like cool they were all born between 1700 and 1900 that was my that that was my scope of frame. yeah art didn't happen before 1700 didn't happen after 1800 <laughs> <laughs> 
no <laughs> <laughs> like i just i don't think it's just crazy for me to think that like yeah. it's because I, I think for us like we don't really don't in our generation like we really don't have like an artist who's that impactful besides banksy yeah which also like there's a a lot of like I don't know, like, in my friend group, actually, there was, like, kind of some drama about Banksy, because, like... Really? Yeah, because, like, there are potential rumors that Banksy might just be, like... Because a lot of Banksy's art is supposed to be about, like, urban issues, and, like, is supposed to be mostly supposed to be trying to help people of color or talk Mm -hmm. about that experience, but there's a lot of possible rumors or things like that that potentially Banksy is a white person. Really? Yeah, who might be... Performative Pro- activism. Yeah, yeah, doing performative uh, activism as well as profiting off of mm. black problems. So there was like, like one of my friends had like tweeted or said something about like basically that, that they're like, they're not, that they think Banksy is kind of overrated and mm-hmm. that there should be more like actual black artists mm-hmm. that are, that we know and can verify yeah. are black artists that should be supported and uplifted to that level. Mm-hmm. And like another friend basically accused them of being racist because they were like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't like Banksy, then that's racist. They're like, but there's a good potential that Banksy well, could be and, a white and, person. And here's a shitty thing too, mm-hmm. is that like, while like... Well, I was gonna say like while I okay when I when I start the sentence it's gonna yeah. sound out bad and I promise you I'm not it does it not it's not gonna end the way you think it's gonna end mm-hmm. like I understand that argument right I yeah. get that argument however like we had know how society is <laughs> and if let's say a black woman or a black man tried to make that art it would be shut down yes not that I'm agreeing with that no at all I think that's fucked up I don't like that. But the mm-hmm. reality of our society is performative activists who are white and white saviors mm-hmm. get more publicity and more yes. attention than the actual people of color who are going through this bullshit because we because a lot of people as white people don't want mm-hmm. to have people who are going through the, the trials and tribulations to rock the boat. Yep. Because then it's like, okay, there m- might be actual change happening. Think about how all, like, something mm-hmm. I bring up, and this is going to go a whole fucking tangent, mm-hmm. and <laughs> just putting that out there, because yeah. I'm also running on, like, five hours sleep after a 16-hour shift. Anyway, I digress. So, like, it, I feel like it, it kind of reminds me of how when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, um, and all these people in Philly, like, rioted because they were so excited. It was always mm-hmm. oh, a riot for a sports game. But then all these people of color, like, not write it, but protested in Ferguson and in yeah. um, what are the Baltimore and yeah. shit like that. Like it was like, oh, they're 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 violent. Yes. Like it's like there was more damage done during the Eagles celebration. Yes. But because it was a bunch of white yeah. people, then it's people fine. didn't have an issue. No, with that's it. the exact same point that I was gonna make. That like I think why if Banksy really is a white person, that it's probably that this person had gotten so much money and got mm-hmm. so much fame and that people are more supportive or more okay with white people talking about racism than black people talking mm-hmm. about racism is because of the white savior conflict complex mm-hmm. and wanting to feel like this like pat on the back of like oh we're good we're good we did good we did enough it's the same reason as like if you look at like movies about these kinds of things like the help is a multi-billion mm-hmm. dollar movie that's made so much money mm-hmm. that is like very like okay the white people did good mm-hmm. and where then like the movie like on beale street or mm-hmm. whatever i'm forgetting the full title of it that movie did not do as well in the box mm-hmm. office and did not get nearly as much recognition or talked about like mm-hmm. 
any of these kinds of things like or the movie 12 years a slave although yeah. like luckily it was talked about but like these kinds of things like there's a difference like if it's one of those like white people did good uh for other people mm-hmm. and were not racist those movies sell like crazy mm-hmm. yeah, yeah which is fucked up so it i is. i understand how yeah. like and I also feel like if it came out that Banksy was a person of color, people would be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. be racist about it. Like, because it's just it's like, oh, like the only people who can actually do are are white people. Like, no, 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 no. That's the biggest yeah. fucking lie I've ever heard. But anyway, we digress. Yeah, really. so, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That went down a whole tangent. But basically, so on that date in August in 1965, he basically declared like that spot in that train station as the center of the universe mm-hmm. in his mind. Like this became his obsession after that. Mm-hmm. He It was like his first time walking through the station and he said he saw this like bright shining light. Mm-hmm. And he then said, and I quote, everything became overpoweringly evident. This is going to be gross. I hate this next sentence. My penis sprang to attention with joy and ecstasy. Ew. So he got a hard on because he thought he saw the center of the universe. Hello? Yeah, because he saw a light and then thought it was the center of the universe. Hello. Uh, yeah. So he featured this building in several paintings very frequently and very often, oftentimes with very violent imagery and like and very sexual imagery mm. as well, which is kind of a lot of Salvador Dali's mm-hmm. kind of themes a lot of the time. But one of the most like prevalent uh, painting that kind of displays this is his the railway station at Perpignan. Mm-hmm. So like he was very, very obsessed with this train mm-hmm. station and it was really quite obvious. However, this train station also was basically the site and connected to three incredible horrific murders oh. that seem interconnected or potentially could be the work of a serial killer so where is this station located uh i believe spain gotcha okay that's all because i think he's from spain right yes okay like i said this station very Mm -hmm. interconnected with some very horrific deaths so i'm kind of going to give you a little bit of details about the deaths themselves before we start getting into a little bit more as to why like there was this theory that salvador dali was potentially connected yeah so the first of these murders basically uh the first victim was marine marie helene gonzalez who died in or who was murdered in june of 1998 okay uh so she had been dead for 10 days when they discovered her body near the train station on june 16th Mm -hmm. so i'm very sorry this is quite graphic she had had her hands and head cut off jesus christ also, her her vagina and some of her organs had been sliced out and removed and put into a box next to her. Jesus Christ. So she had worked at a butcher shop, and on the night that she had been murdered, she had taken the train and was then walking to her parents' house. She mm. did not live in town. Mm. So that's how her... Not only was her body discovered very close by mm-hmm. to this station, but also... The last place she was Mm. seen alive was getting off this train. Mm. Yeah. So she had had, obviously, a very horrific murder that had happened to her. Uh, But unfortunately, she would not be the last in a very short period of time Mm -hmm. around this area, which actually very sorry. So she was actually so I sorry, I kind of messed up the timeline here. She was the last victim Mm -hmm. that they found. 
in June of she, So she was the first one they found, but the last victim. Yes, the last one that they connected, kind of. Gotcha, okay. this whole person because of similarities. So the victim that they had found before that and that had happened near there before that, I'm very sorry, I'm probably going to pronounce this name wrong, um, was Makira Chab. Mm-hmm. So she died on December 20th, 1997. She had spent the evening with her boyfriend uh, literally just 200 yards away Damn. from the street where she was found. So she had left her boyfriend's house at about 11 p.m. to walk home like that was only like three miles mm-hmm. away. She was a sociology student and um, she was like very extremely well loved. She was a very like she had like a wonderful personality to the point where literally on her tombstone it was written that she was quote a funny lady mm. so like she was a really lovely mm-hmm. human she was just walking home mm-hmm. kind of later at night yeah. just trying to go home and was found by a dog walker the day after she mm-hmm. had been murdered she was found nude mm-hmm. with three stab wounds to her heart mm-hmm very sorry again her breasts had been cut off mm-hmm. her uterus had been removed and her anus had been removed. Jesus Christ. Yes. They, all of this were, were very clean cuts. Mm-hmm. So police believed that it had been a scalpel that had done these Jesus. things. And with the amount of things removed and as carefully as they were, mm-hmm. the police estimated that it had to have taken at least an hour oh my God. to do all of these things. Jesus so, Christ. Clearly her murderer had taken a lot of time in an open public space. Which, like, how did no one this? see that? How did no one... Yes, it was 11 o'clock at night, but... but still, like, she was obviously yes. walking home. Yep. Others walk home, too. Yeah. Like, it's, it's it, it may not be as busy yeah. as it normally is, but, like, fuck, yeah. dude. Yep, but they believe that it must have taken at least an hour to do Jesus all this. Christ. And very sadly, before her, uh, they had found the first of these victims mm-hmm. that they later then connected together that they believed to be from the same killer was Tatiana Andjur, mm-hmm. who was a secondary student that had disappeared on September 24th, 1995. Mm-hmm. She had been heading back from Tool House uh, for the week, from a weekend trip and had called her dad to pick her up at the station. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a minor, mm-hmm. but she, I guess, like, her parents kind of let her do a lot of these things because she had ran away a few times. Mm-hmm. She was kind of, like, more of a headstrong kid. So they didn't want to... Mm-hmm. They knew that, like encumbering or like trying to force down her freedom and mm-hmm. like take away freedoms from it her it wouldn't do any good it would no. just it would just make her rebel more exactly yeah. and it would make it so they were afraid potentially she wouldn't be in their life at all mm-hmm. one day so she had called her dad from the station to pick her up uh at about 7 30 p.m but he couldn't uh mm-hmm. i can't remember what exactly i don't know if they even mm-hmm. printed as to what the reason was but he unfortunately was unable to pick her up mm-hmm. from the train station so she then said that she would plan to hitchhike mm-hmm. uh she was found literally less than a half a mile from Jesus the station Christ. like that close um but so why they start they kind of believed or police might have theorized that mm-hmm. potentially like Salvador Dali was connected to mm-hmm. these murders was not just because of his obsession with the train station, mm-hmm. but also because of some of his very common motifs in his art. Mm-hmm. So Salvador Dali was obsessed with masturbation. Yeah. I've and yeah, and he was obsessed with vaginas. Mm. yeah like in a lot of his paintings he talked about the or he painted these things mm-hmm. um a biographer of his kind of describes this obsession that he had with female anatomy as i quote 
loathing of the female genitalia. Mm, 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 mm. Yes. He was also described as an impotent outsider. So Salvador Dali was a very, I guess the best modern description I have. He's an incel. Yeah, he Mm. hated women. He was impotent. He was socially Mm. awkward. And he was obsessed with violence against women. Jesus fucking Christ. I hate that shit, dude. Yep. He would often paint dislocated body parts, Mm -hmm. usually breasts, Mm. having been removed. He would constantly, there were several times in a lot of his paintings, he would paint limbless decapitated bodies Mm. um he would uh, often paint unattached vaginas or anuses flying across canvases the fuck uh including in his uh 1934 painting the specter of sex appeal Mm -hmm. which is a painting that depicts a boy staring at a naked woman's body that is without her head her hands and sacks replacing her breasts and womb that's mm, yeah i i can see where they this mm-hmm. would be connected yes like the police thought this to the point where they literally hired and commissioned an art analyst to see if the paintings were significant to the murders mm-hmm. um so they kind of basically believed that this killer might have been very seriously mm-hmm. inspired by salvador dolly's work yeah. um sounds like it so, because of the TikTok that I watched, like I said, it kind of misled me to believe that they were theorizing that he himself was a serial mm-hmm. killer because of his weird, yeah. violent obsessions against women and their body parts. But obviously, he had died years before yeah, so these murders even be occurred. Yeah. So, it was not possible for that. But I think it definitely could be very possible yeah. that this person was very inspired by his art and had a lot of... Hatred towards women. Hatred towards women and, unfortunately, common interests yes. with Salvador Dali. Yeah. Me. Mm, yikes. 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 Jesus Christ. Uh, it makes me kind of uncomfy that I'm now looking at this, that this is, like, because obviously we're not, art like, big no. art people. I was not an art major. I like art. I think it's pretty, but I don't know shit mm, about it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a little uncomfy now that in like elementary school they're like, Salvador Dali is an important person yeah. to know. And then it's wasn't like, he the one who had like the, the mustache? I think so. Like, no. No. He's a fucking woman hater. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. He hated women and he would paint flying anuses. That's <laughs> so fucking like, weird, dude. I'm like, I'm not trying to say that art cannot be graphic yeah. or violent or like talk about violent themes or even talk about sex. But this man's hated women mm-hmm. and they were out here being like, this is an important painter. Like, yeah. well, also, if we didn't study in history any men that hated women, there would be no history exactly. to study. True. You're right. But yeah kind of fucked up now yeah, looking at it. Yeah, agreed. So police were really really trying to find this serial killer and like like I said they think that it was the same person mm-hmm. just given the amount of brutality that would mm-hmm. happen to the bodies, the precision of which mm-hmm. these removals of body parts had mm-hmm. happened that these were all similar kind of young ladies. Mm-hmm. So they police did believe that it could be one person. Who did this mm-hmm. but in their investigation they interviewed over 2,000 people holy shit so they they really did try mm-hmm. um their main suspect that they pointed to possibly being the person was a man named andre andres palom uh, palomino barros mm-hmm. so he was an unemployed peruvian doctor mm-hmm. he was a drifter who had been kicked out uh kicked out of or let go from multiple different hospitals Mm -hmm. 
uh, that he had worked at and he had been banned from practicing medicine. Oh, damn. So so someone who had the intimate knowledge of how to yes. remove things very skillfully, but was yeah. not allowed to do so legally. <laughs> yes. So I guess logically kind of makes sense because usually it, may, it always annoys me when they're like, I think it was a drifter because mm-hmm. they don't want to deal with someone in their community possibly yeah. being yeah. this person. But uh, psychologically, I think this would make sense yeah, that agree. it's like this could be a person who's not doing well in life mm-hmm. may very well hate women and clearly there was something fucky wucky with this person mm-hmm. to begin with because they got banned from practicing medicine yeah. and like kicked out of or fired from multiple hospitals yeah. Yeah. so like there's something going on with this fucker so police the police record basically said that he uh he had a previous police record and had been arrested multiple times for uh illegal residents so mm-hmm. squatting probably mm-hmm. uh traffic violations stolen passports Mm -hmm. and stealing hospital equipment ah so there's a scalpel there's a scalpel there Mm -hmm. uh most of which that they found were that he had stolen were stethoscopes and surgical instruments Mm -hmm. so Mm. yeah and he was living or kind of squatting at least like 300 yards away from where uh, one of the victim's bodies had gotcha. been discovered. Yeah. Um, Marie Gonzalez, like where her mm-hmm. body or no, actually, um, it was Maktira Chayab's body. So mm-hmm. he was very close, living mm-hmm. extremely close by from yeah. where her body had been discovered. And he lived only a half mile away. <laughs> Sorry for the giggle. Um, Butter just fucking... He, Butter just tried to hop on my chair and accidentally hit him in the face and I knocked him down. So he just kind of felt like a little loser. Yeah, that so. was a little tragic looking. Yeah. Um, anyway. But he lived about a half mile away from this train station. Mm-hmm. And although he was also, he had been a doctor who had been banned from practicing medicine, he had also been trained as a butcher. I That makes me so uncomfortable. Yep. So he had a lot of training for... Cutting. Cutting. Yeah. And, yeah. and filleting and like, because even Butchering. butchers are good at like, they don't hack yes. stuff up. You know what I mean? Yeah. They make clean, precise cuts. Mm-hmm. So then you pay good money for your cut of meat. Mm-hmm. So he was arrested for the murders, but there was no forensic evidence that could be found tying him to mm. them. Uh, they did find blood on some of his clothes. Mm-hmm. However, they, when tested, it was animal blood, which would make sense as someone who had been trained or yeah. worked as a butcher at times. Um, he did spend six months in prison. However, mm-hmm. so they arrested him. They really, really seriously considered him to be the serial killer and mm-hmm. thought he could have been the murderer of all of these women. Mm-hmm. However, what kind of broke that theory mm-hmm. uh, and is why these murders are still unsolved is that ooh, when they did look into him they found that actually he was in prison for about six months Mm. when gonzalez was murdered gotcha 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 so So, timeline didn't quite fit the timeline didn't fit Mm. he clearly could not have killed gonzalez Mm -hmm. and because the murders were so similar and they were so convinced it was one person they could not charge him yeah and he had to be let go um Mm -hmm. although there are many officers that still believe he could have been guilty of at least one of the murders Mm -hmm. He obviously was not guilty of all of them. And there were so many police officers who thought that it had to be one person. So if he didn't do one of them, he didn't do any of them. But that basically is why, unfortunately, these horrific murders of these Mm -hmm. poor girls that were butchered have remained unsolved Mm -hmm. for decades. Jesus Christ. That's fucking crazy. 
that that is kind of how this conspiracy theory of like Salvador Dali possibly mm -hmm. influenced murder influenced a murderer. That's fucking crazy, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Also, fuck Salvador Dali. Fuck that hoe. Yeah. After learning about him and his thoughts, um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I don't, hate I'm it. Not interested. I'm good. Thanks. Bye. Yep. Thanks. I hate it. Thanks. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you guys want to continue to listen to our bullshit and our cats interrupting us, you can follow us along on Instagram at figures in the dark. You can follow us along on Twitter at figures in the dark, but dark spelled DRK. You can like our Facebook page, send us a message, share our page at figures in the dark. And you can send us an email, your case suggestions, spooky stories, or your mental health check-ins and pictures of your cats to figures in the dark podcast at gmail.com. And then you can, uh, mm -hmm. listen to us on all major streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and Amazon music. Yeah, so thank you. Mm -hmm. And as always, mm -hmm. beware the figures of the dark. All right, bye. Bye. bye.